I'm Mike Schurz. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to... The Monster Cast. Episode 65. <laughs> Monster Cast, the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters. I am, of course, your host, Mike Shrews, here with my co-host and friend, Divis. So, Divis, it's been the minute since we've been on here, so please tell me and the people out there. How you been, bro? Wow, that was loud. Sorry. (laughs) I was trying to do it gentle. Uh, I apologize. Uh, I also try to see how long you can go without air when we do our intros now. (laughs) Without what? Air. Yeah. Air. Saying the number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, that's awesome, dude. Uh, I am back from vacation, of course. And uh, last week, y'all got to to hear something pretty um interesting. Uh, we pre-recorded that weeks ago, uh, for y'all, and um. It was a AI written thing and something has happened recently <laughs> uh, where why you were out of the country while I was out of the country um, where the WGA, the Writers Guild, uh, for people who don't know, is on strike at the moment. Um, they're actually striking for streaming deals and, of course, the use of AI as well. So I want to say, uh, one, I do support their strike, <laughs> um, whether or not we use that AI tool or not. Just a stupid story. Um, so, yeah, I, I just want to shout that I do support the WGA and um, Tivis. We we support them. Tivis supports them, too, I guess. I can't speak for you, my man. I can't do that. So, yeah, guys, uh, just uh, keep a lookout for that because that might be changing a lot of stuff within the industry for a few months here and there. So uh, maybe a year, depending. <clears throat> I heard that the writer's strike could go f- till September. If uh, the other unions don't strike along with them. Yeah. Yeah. The, so. the, <clears throat> people are looking to recycle <clears throat> content. Uh, why not bring back Monsters Today, Universal? <laughs> you have it. <laughs> Just use it. Uh, uh. That would work. All right, guys. Real quick, before we dive into the show today, um, we... What is it? The dirty work. That's what it is. All right. You can find the monster cast on all social media platforms via Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, all at the monster cast. You can find us on YouTube via youtube.com slash at the monster cast. You see our pretty ugly faces every single monster Monday that I'm in the country. <laughs> Uh, you can also go on over to themonstercast.com and check out all of our content in one platform. That is the videos, the audio uh, blogs, which I haven't been writing anything lately, so I need to get back on that. If you guys want to write for the website, let us know. Uh, contact us. Um, you can uh, 
Also contact us through our email, which we'll jump to real quick to this. Uh, the Mustercast at Outlook.com. There you can uh, let us know if you would like to write for us or if you want to just tell us your stories, things like that. That'd be freaking awesome, guys. Um, and then going back to this, we can uh, also go to the Mustercast.com slash merch shop, uh, which there's a tab on the website. If you just go to the Mustercast.com, there's a merch tab up there as well. You can go there and find awesome uh, Mar- uh, Munster swag that we made just for you guys out there, the Munster fans. Um, and then also on the website as well, there is a little microphone icon on the right hand side of the screen when you're looking at the screen. Um, if you're inside the screen, that's a whole nother issue. Uh, we got some ring stuff going on or something. I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> you could click that. You can leave us a voicemail and we can get you on the show easier, faster that way. Uh, just by doing a voicemail and everything, let us know at the very end or at the very beginning of the voicemail. Uh, if you would like us to share it on the podcast, everybody, um, we've had a few come in, several have not wanted us to share them. So, um, uh, let's see. Where else are we at to this? Boom. All right. You go. All right. If we're rushing, this is because we're on a time constraint today, but we have a Patreon. Basically it's a tip jar. Go give us a little bit. Uh, it helps support the show. It helps us keep all this production going. Cause, uh, unfortunately, you know, as we said, it's going to go away sometime in the near future. Uh, potentially. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, more importantly, leave a review on whatever you're listening to us on YouTube, Podcatcher, tell a friend. All that stuff helps the show grow mm-hmm. and get the you know ears and eyes on it and also helps benefit uh, the Munsters itself. Uh, honestly, since we started talking Munsters today, I'm seeing a lot more talk about it all over the Internet. And yeah. if we continue doing that, maybe we can actually get a real official box set for it. Either that, Tibis, or... <laughs> It's that effect where you're like, oh, I have this new car that's this brand. And then you start seeing that brand everywhere. So it might just be that effect on your brain as well. Um, I mean, whatever it is, so, I love seeing more conversations. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Anything Munster related, I, I've, uh, especially as we work towards hopefully getting something new in the future. Yeah. Now that Rob Zombie's movies are on pause yeah. indefinitely. Yeah. I, I listened to him talk. He was on the Howie Mandel does stuff or a podcast uh, recently this last week or whatever. And he was talking about it. He's just like so exhausted from me. It took him five years to do that film. And uh, yeah, I, I, I feel for him, but it was his passion project. He wanted to get it done. He wanted to do it. So um, I, I thank him for doing it, man. Like mm-hmm. it was oh, good yeah. to see. Oh, yeah. It was something good for my kids to watch too, my, especially my youngest. So yeah, um, but we need more content, guys. We need more monster stuff out there. So uh, feel free to uh, leave us reviews, get us boosted up there, so people hear us. Then you know, if they hear us, maybe they'll actually go out and talk and do their own thing yeah. or do their fan films, all that fun stuff, guys. Yep. And uh, the Rondo Awards did come out mm-hmm. while we were away. Uh, Monsters lost to everything everywhere, which we kind of already knew was going to happen, unfortunately. Just bullshit, Uh, by the way. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's so bullshit because the Rondo Awards are supposed to be like a classical, like monster type film award thing. Like that's what it started as, I believe. And like 
I, I just don't see how everything everywhere all at once. Like, look, I love that movie. I've watched that movie way too many times in theaters and I own it on Blu-ray and everything. And I freaking love it. I love that they won Oscars, everything like that. But come on, man. Like, that shouldn't have even been in the category of this award type. Like, oh, sad. But congratulations yeah. to everything everywhere all at once, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> For winning um, every fucking award everywhere. <laughs> taking our whole uh, another man. award that we missed was the hollywood music and media awards mm-hmm. where it was nominated for best original song oh. and also it won the uh, never mind i'm not reading that one uh it is up for the fangoria chainsaw awards uh which are this weekend voting is closed Close. if you're hearing this it was yesterday because this comes out on Monday, it's Sunday that this is happening, mm-hmm. or it's uh, up for best costume design. So yeah. fingers crossed, it wins. Yeah. And if it, if it uh, does and, win... Uh, also, fuck you, Internet Film Critics Society. I'll just say that. <laughs> What'd they do? They gave it an award. And all I can say is fuck off. <laughs> Why? Okay. I don't know the story behind that one. I'll find out later. Yeah. All right. Um, and then also, guys, lastly, uh, do definitely check out the Monster Bashes happening June 16th through the 18th. Um, and you can find all the details about the Monster Bash, Monster Bash, not Monster, Monster, uh, the, through the MonsterCast.com slash Monster Bash 2023. You can check it out there, get tickets and go to that event. I believe it was uh, Daniel Roebuck was for sure show, going there. He's booked to be there and several other people within the monster community for sure, guys. So yep. definitely check that out. Um, if you want to hear more about it, you can swing back over. I think we did it three episodes ago now where we talked um, with him and uh, we we dove into all that fun stuff. So, yep. So, yeah. All right. That's all. That's it. All right, man. All right. Party on, Wayne. What episode are we finally talking about, Mike? Mick Monsters. <laughs> we are talking about Mick Monsters, which aired February 11th, 1989. Which, if you guys want to watch these, don't forget you can also do that through the Patreon, through our Discord as well with us. We're posting them every week as we watch them. Um, all right, so uh, Mick Monsters aired February 11th, 1989. Here is a quick synopsis. You know, this show does not give you synopsises as, as anywhere on the internet. I'm going to start writing them and putting them on IMDb. But then I have to pay for IMDb, I think. Ugh. Not again. Never again. Uh, <laughs> all right. The monsters find themselves in a pickle as a money becomes tight. Grandpa has an idea turning the mansion into a B&B bed and breakfast. What will happen when guests arrive? Find out on this episode as chaos ensues. Chaos. There you go. That's it. That's all I got for you. Tivis, what you got for me? <laughs> all right. So Mick Munster is uh, the f- season one, episode 14 of Munsters today. 84 of Munsters overall. Uh, it is was written by Patty Gordon, which this is her only credit on IMDb, and Joy Gurdnick. Gurdnick. How? Gurdnick. G R D N I C. Gurdnick. 
Gridnick. Yep. Uh, and Joy has three writing credits uh, on listed. We got Cheeseball Presents, which was a TV movie in 84, and How to Party, which was uh, written in 87. And then this episode. Oh, she's sh- also got six. No, go on. Uh, she's also got six acting credits, uh, including three characters from the 1985 Transformers show. That's awesome. She also wrote uh, on it. On Transformers? It says she wrote on it. Wasn't listed She's when I checked. She's an actress and writer known for... Oh, no, no, no. Actress. Okay, yeah. I misread. Sorry. Okay. Uh, mm. And this is the third and final episode written by Doug Rogers. You may remember him from Herman the Astronaut and say, ah. <laughs> Next up, uh, we have three guest cast listed, which is about accurate for once. Uh, we have Paul Wilson as Mr. Talbot. Uh, now, he's got 129 acting credits to his name. Mm-hmm. And oh, boy, uh, he's also got two writing credits. You should see you if you watch a lot of TV or anything, you've seen him in something. Mm-hmm. So uh, looks like he wrote for Studio 59. And uh, be somebody or be somebody's fool with Mr. T. <laughs> uh, yeah, check it out. His list real quick because we most recent thing he was in was the he did like a cameo or guest star or whatever. What, what do they call him? Uh, re, not reoccurring. I just guess guest or whatever on the Connors uh, TV show. Yeah, we've been calling him guests. Uh, oh, he's been on The Simpsons, After Mash. Mm-hmm. He's been on lots of stuff. Uh, big Bang Theory. Yeah. Cheers. It, he had a big role in Cheers. If there's a show out there that you have watched um, that was I need to watch within Cheers. a certain time frame, of course, he's most likely been there. King of Queens, uh, you know, Jamie Foxx show, Recess. Star Trek Voyager, you know, I, you know, them Star Trek people love the monsters, man. Like, yeah, there's a lot of crossover with Trek and monsters, but there's also a lot of crossover with Trek and everything because everybody was in Star Trek event at one point in time. Uh, it's Gary Shandling show. He was a big part of that yep. as Leonard Smith. Uh, so, yeah, a long, long career. Again, I apologize for such a short little thing but pressed for time uh next up don most i believe is how you pronounce that as barney morley uh and he's got so 77 credits six of which are upcoming uh he's directed four things so i'm gonna check that out first Ooh. the best the last best sunday mula harley's hill and Vir- viral vigilantes oh that sounds pretty cool it's a tv series Let's check that out. Uh, let's see. Uh, Family guy. Chips. He's been in Chips. Uh, the Fonz of the Happy Days gangs. He was, uh, he voiced Ralph An- in 24 episodes. Another one. He was on Voyager, too. <laughs> and 167 episodes of normal Happy Days. God, it has been such a long time since I've seen Happy Days. I'm going to have to do a rewatch of that. He was Eric in uh, Dungeons and Dragons relevant because i just watched that movie and it's uh, real good the new one or no the 83 cartoon oh, oh oh yeah yeah 
I always forget there was a cartoon then until I saw the the figures because they redid the figures oh. for it. Here you go, Mike. What's he was in two episodes of The Crow, Stairway to Heaven, and two episodes of Voyager. I said Voyager. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. But, I, but nobody watched the fucking Crow TV show, Tibbis. Come on. <laughs> um, and Sabrina yeah. the Teenage Witch. He was the White Rabbit. Uh, and that was the the original Sabrina the Teenage ooh, Witch. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. Uh, and like I said, he's got six upcoming uh, productions, so... Mm-hmm. You know, a very active actor still. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we have Desiree Boschetti, I believe is how you pronounce it, as Rosemary Marley, his uh, Morley. pregnant wife in this episode. And she's got 13 acting credits. Um, mm-hmm. See if I recognize anything in here. Uh, Growing Pains. Oh, she was on 58 episodes of Rocky Road. We've mentioned that one a lot. Uh, There's quite a few actors from that on here. Mm -hmm. The Gangster Chronicles. I remember mentioning that one as well. Yeah, so we got three like good people to appear on this episode. Unfortunately, uh, Don and Desiree didn't get a whole lot of screen time, but damn, did Paul act in this. Uh (laughs) She was on Divorce Court. Yeah, I saw that. So I get okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Is that it? Should That's we all we got for those guys? Yeah. All right. Uh, Unless anything else stuck out to you. Nothing but. else stuck out to me. I mean, there's Jason Marsden. Like, he has a ton of great stuff, but we've already talked well, about Jason him. Jason Marsden's in every one of these, almost. <laughs> all right. Uh, real quick, before we dive on in, I want to say this episode, um, I was watching Herman more intently in this one. And I've heard a lot of complaints about this Herman versus Fred's Herman and stuff like that. They're the same personality wise. I want to say the only difference is that Fred had a deeper voice. Yeah. Cause I was, I was messing around cause I watch it off of my computer screen and you deepened the voice with I your thing. Didn't you? Deepened yeah. The voice. And I was just like, Oh yeah, this is, just how Fred would have delivered the line. It's just oh, he yeah. has I was a, thinking, a higher pitch. That's it. I, I was thinking the same thing because um, we both noticed there's been some talk about the, uh, you know, because it came out that Rob isn't doing a new movie. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, people have to constantly shit all over it. Yeah. Uh, because any chance they get, they shit all over anything that's and, not the original show. Why wanna, would you do that? I want to point can't, out too, you don't like it. Move on. I want to point out too. <laughs> It's not the studio or Netflix saying we don't want another one. It's Rob saying I don't want to do it right now. Yeah. Like so we're going to I want to point that out because this movie it was a pretty big success to be honest for for the budget was for how small of yeah. a niche it is of you know content and everything. So yeah. Um yeah, it reached uh we saw it trending on Netflix, yeah. which is with all the crap they put out there and how little they advertised to this movie. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, but what were you going to say? You were going to say something we've been well, seeing. Th- I was going to talk about that person who said that they shouldn't have made Herman goofy because he was never goofy. Have you watched the fucking show? <laughs> right. Like, dear God, some of the things these people say, it's like they have it. They're, they're going off of memory and don't actually know anything about it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. 
it, 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 it seriously pisses me off. Like, you don't have to like the movie. That's fine. But don't fucking shit on it and shit on everyone in it just because every chance you get, you're just an asshole. Yeah. So and I hope I didn't just wake my wife up by yelling. <laughs> All she heard was, you're just an asshole. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Did it you wouldn't say be the me? first time, but <laughs> um, not to her, but just I, 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 I get angry. I looked it up real quick at uh, as a time of this article or whatever was written, the DVD mm-hmm. sales alone for the Munsters, even though it was on Netflix, was over one million. Yeah. So, so everyone's saying this dollars, is a I should say one million instant dollars. Walmart bargain bin. Uh, shove it up your ass. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> and I'm sorry for swearing so much, but this these kind of people really upset me. Like there, I there's I'm a fan of a lot of franchises and there's sections of it. I don't like what I don't do is take every opportunity presented in front of me to just crap all over the parts. I don't like, I just don't comment. Holy crap. Actually, those DVD (laughs) sales were for the first month. Yeah. Holy crap. That's a lot. All right. Way to go, Rob. All right. Yeah. But no, like you said, like people, people have been complaining just that Herman isn't, Herman isn't supposed to be goofy. Really? Really? I think even Fred Gwynn would disagree with you. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Come on. It's not fucking goofy. Sorry. We're getting off topic. We're getting too serious. Yeah. Too serious, Tivis. Too serious. All right. Yeah. I, again, I apologize for my passion, but you can like things without being a jerk about it. We love this it. stuff, man. Or dislike things. We love this stuff. Yeah. In my opinion, there hasn't been a terrible Munsters, period. Well, other than that one episode where they suddenly changed everyone's personalities, but that's in the original show. So do with that what you will. Uh, I mean, I mean, there are some some plots in in some of them that I'm just like, uh, why are we having uh the the biker gay biker guys be the reindeer in their leather? <laughs> I laughed at that, so I don't see a problem there. Uh, <laughs> and the pervy, All right, let's finally- and the pervy elves. <laughs> okay, yeah, that one was no. Why? It was the same movie, Timus. <laughs> I know it was. I know it was. Yeah. All right. Or the fact that you're gonna eat, uh, eat, eat, um, what was it? Santa got turned into a fruitcake. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, you did. I found that funny as well. <laughs> that movie was very okay. Oh, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to go back to movie. that one this Christmas or something <laughs> just for fun. Yeah, all right, I'm down. All right, so let's dive into this. So we open up with, um, Lily is uh, over there. Uh, Grandpa's reading his newspaper with the magnifying glass Mm -hmm. and he's asking Lily what's for dinner and she goes you know rotten platypus eggs of course and Grandpa's real disappointed by this you know he thought they were having electric eel tonight but she says that's not not at these prices they charge uh, $9 a kilowatt which I converted that $9 in 1989, which again, 1989, this is not the sixties. It is much closer to our current era. It is $22 today. A kilowatt to this. Yep. what I say? No, you're right. But, but do you, a kilowatt like electricity? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then he says, shocking. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he remembers when you could get them uh, or when they could splurge a little. Yeah. And uh, Lily seems to have been waiting for an excuse to treat them all. She's like, hey, as soon as Herman comes home with his paycheck, we'll go get a nice blistering beef or a blister of beef. And then Herman walks through the door and Grandpa's like, give her your check. (laughs) (laughs) Grandpa wants he's when she mentions this. He's like, can we get him with corns and cream bunions? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm home, everyone. Enough with the chit chat. Give Lily your check. (laughs) Just messed up. It's like, just go put it in the bank. Either way. I mean, are we saying that the woman uh, has to take care of the check too and put it in the bank? uh, Granted, when I get paid, my wife does that same thing. She just, I give her the check or the cash or whatever, and she takes care of it. I don't know where it goes, people. I don't know. Maybe to turn these lights on. I'm not sure. When, when the power goes out one day, I'll realize she was just stockpiling it and leaving me. <laughs> I take care of all our finances, but it's she can look at it whenever she wants. She just chooses not to trust me, which is a mistake, but whatever. Uh, don't trust me for anything. Yeah, so Herman sighs and to. walks... <laughs> and walks slowly over to Lily and she's like, you know, what's wrong? And he gives her this tiny piece of paper. She, Your check is much smaller this week. Turns oh, out Mr. Gate. The puns. The puns in this yeah. episode, bro. <laughs> Mr. Gateman says it's the worst slump in the funeral business since the year they started selling penicillin, which... Because I love any excuse to look into history, penicillin was discovered in 1978 by the Scottish scientist Alexander Fleming as a crude extract of P. Rubens. Mm. Uh, Fleming's student Cecile George Payne was the first to successfully use penicillin to treat an eye infection uh, in 1930. The purified compound was isolated in 1940 by a research team led by Howard Florey and Ernest Boris Chain at the University of Oxford. Ugh. Fleming first used a purified penicillin to treat uh, streptococcal meningitis or uh, strep throat in 1942. In 1945, uh, the Nobel Prize in Physiology uh, or uh, Medicine was shared by Chain Fleming and Flory, uh, completely ignoring uh, Fleming's student, uh, Payne. <laughs> so that's kind of sucky, All right. but whatever. Little history note for you. Uh, Grandpa does does not understand this. He's like, you get paid by the week. And Harmon's like, no, Mr. Gateman switched them all to commission. Now they get paid by the shovelful. <laughs> <laughs> which like and, uh, it, it, Herman is just a, a day grave uh, grave digger, grave this one. digger why am I trying to say it in reverse he was a box mover in the old show yeah or he called himself a box boy he went out and scared up new clientele all the time to this yeah heart attacks yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Lily's like, oh, you know, this will probably pick up again in a few years. And Grandpa goes, you know, yeah, I doubt it with the health crick today, uh, health yeah. crazed today's kids yeah. are on. And I'm like, thinking back to what Marilyn was doing. And I'm like, oh, continuity, mm-hmm. the cereal episode. Because uh, it was all, I always like, he, he says the health craze, they're, they're eating, uh, 
something and always working out, exercising and always eating their greens or some shit. Yeah. And I can I tell you the f- it, it it goes around all the time. Every like mm, 10 years or so, I think these mm-hmm. new health crazes come out. And oh, yeah. and it really hits people when they're in their 30s. Like I watched my mom when she turned 30s and I was just like she went on this super health kick. And I'm just like now watching my wife doing the same thing at the same age. I'm like, "Oh man." <laughs> All I got to say to people is don't fall for these diets. Yeah. These people make all kinds of promises. Like the Adkins was real big when we were little. Yeah. Like fucking ignore that shit. I, I know a guy who literally mm. lost a hundred pounds just eating two burritos from Chipotle every day, along with some fruits so, for snacks and exercising. So fun story. All right. So uh, I, when I was on vacation, guys, I was in Italy. We were eating constantly because that's, what you do in Italy, you know? And it's a lot of carbs, like, you know, lasagna, pasta, pizza, shit like that. Mm. And that's all I ate. And we had steak one night because we were uh, in a place that's famous for steak. But I came back and I had lost 10 pounds. My wife gained weight and she was so fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and I know for a fact I was eating more because I had like gelato almost every fucking day we were there. Yeah, we got this uh, co-worker who's doing the liquid diet now. And I'm like, that's just going to just don't do that. You're going to ruin yourself once you start eating food again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, like people that go vegan and then uh, like they're like, oh, I'm going to do vegan for like 30 to 40 days. But I'm like, you're going to get your body set up in the way that the second you take in like a cheese or like milk or anything, like any kind of dairy, you're going to. It's going to react badly to you. You're going to be on the toilet for a long time. Yeah. No, just like, seriously, it it sounds like this is a, you know, a, a scam, but count calories, exercise, eat. You know, the greens, all that stuff. That's says, all you need to do. Says two fat fucks on, on a podcast. Dude, but, I did it for my wedding and I lost like 60 pounds. Yeah. So <laughs> I just don't give a shit to do it every day, but it works. I just, if, if you stay active, I've found out the more times I'm active, it doesn't matter what I'm eating for, for me. Anyways, everybody's different. We all know that. But for me, mm-hmm. I found that if I'm active and constantly active, I lose the weight and build the muscle a lot faster. Well, I lose the fat and build the muscle. You don't lose the weight if you're building muscle, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, let's move forward <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. to Grandpa's so, dumb idea. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I also have a note here that around this time they were uh, switching from uh, using fat to cook food to lard and yeah. uh, many other substitutes like that. And uh, we found out later on that's worse for you. <laughs> the fat. The no gr- lard. No lard. <laughs> yeah, no, it's way worse for you. So Herman says they need to start tightening their belts around here. And Krampus says goodbye to his blistered beef. Lily says maybe they can all pitch in and earn a little extra money here and there. Herman says he appreciates that, and at least they have a roof over their heads. You know, it's the little things that make Herman happy. Uh, Grandpa says that's it. Herman doesn't think that will help. You don't get much for a roof these days. 
Grandpa has an idea to make some big bucks, and Lily's not happy about this. She's like, no, not one of your schemes again. And he's like, no, 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 no. My plan is as solid as this house. And he smacks the wall, causing a painting to fall off. Why doesn't Grandpa just sell his machine that got them into the 80s in the first place for money? Because he doesn't like the, the astronauts. The, he, they know astronauts. The astronauts would have been a perfect he's place to a, sell those to. He's got, he's got that transmutation device that turned things into gold. They can get money no problem. Uh, Herman. Uh, That's what they should do to one of these guests. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. With the painting falling. I'm like, oh, no, oh, grandpa shouldn't do that. Herman used to bust this place up a lot. Uh, I wouldn't put much faith in the foundation. <laughs> But uh, Grandpa goes on to say uh, his idea is the house. And Lily's like, no, we are not selling. The hell's wrong with you? Right. And Grandpa's like, no, 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 not that. He's what's ev- what does everyone love today? <laughs> the Smurfs. Which is true. The yeah. Smurf was a craze like, in the 80s that I never understood. He's like, what does uh, every magazine show and Lily's or Lily's like uh, the the things that fall out the little pieces the, of paper the that fall cards that fall out. Which why are those still a thing today? I get the Game Informer magazine and they still come with those stupid things. Yeah, I don't know. They because they're just to subscribe to more crap, aren't they? Yeah, it's it's subscribe to more yeah. magazine. I'm already subscribed. That's how I got Send it. Send me an email. Right. You'll get my attention more likely. Maybe I uh, might delete it, but still. <laughs> Grandpa's getting really annoyed at this point, and he's like, no, no, no. I want to turn this house into a bed and breakfast. So, of course, I had to look up bed and breakfast history. Oh, they've been around just for a long see. time, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, bed and breakfast have been around a lot longer than the term bed and breakfast, which they don't even know where that started from. But their best guess is during the Second World War in the United Kingdom in the 40s. So uh, and I would they didn't I catch on in America until the 60s. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if like the bed and breakfast title came from uh, like military personnel or something having to be in someone's house and mm-hmm. then you had to feed them breakfast at the same time you know so that was their yeah. bed and breakfast you get a bed and breakfast that, that's pretty much what the article i found because the oh. wikipedia link is useless see <laughs> my brain has some history in it and it doesn't even have to read the article tivis <laughs> yeah but uh herman loves tivis, eating tivis. in bed you just want excuses to google everything so when your wife looks at I your Google history, you're just things. like, I, like I did it for the knowledge. podcast. <laughs> What's this no, thing about midgets and horses? I did it for the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. That was too far. <laughs> Love you, Tibis. You got to get us in trouble for that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to say that word, are you? <laughs> Shit. No, you're not. <laughs> My bad. Sorry, Hornswoggle. Uh, her- Herman loves eating in bed and Grandpa explains what a breakfast bed and breakfast is to him. Herman doesn't want to share his bed and Lily is very happy by this comment with the look on her face and Grandpa just seems exhausted dealing with him. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So we uh, we now transition to Herman sharpening pencils with his fake teeth. I don't get the joke here. Maybe you do. 
with his fake teeth. What do you mean? Yeah, chewing on pencils. Maybe I don't. I don't understand it. Mm. The pencil sharpener is in the shape of teeth. I mean, nice guy. If you get this joke, explain it to I, me. I'm sure that they have <clears throat> pencil sharpeners that look like that back then. I know, but I'm it's, sure it's, we it, had them. Why in the would 90s. you choose that? That's for a very specific. Anyway, uh, Lily is just watching him holding some folders. Uh, and some uh, a lady just walks in, walks up to the. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she just walks into the house, looks around, comes up to. They have a podium that they're on, mm-hmm. sees them. Turns around and bolts. Uh, they're like, man, this place is just must look too expensive. Our guests keep running and screaming. Uh, it's been two days with zero customers. Herman is tired of having breakfast three times a day as well, which Herman. <laughs> why do you do this to yourself? Why do they let you do this to yourself? But, you know, whatever. <laughs> it flies grandpa as a bat with some great news, which, by the way, the, the this looks like a new prop for grandpa's bat. And it looks amazing because it's got like a red tie around it. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that in the previous ones. Uh, he's shooting the breeze at the blood bank and the guy at the next table <laughs> turns out to be a hotel manager. Herman gets so angry at this. He's like, you told me I could be the manager. <laughs> grandpa just ignores Wait, him. And why like, is grandpa going to blood banks and just laying next to people? You know why he's going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, grandpa just ignores Herman entirely. And he's like, he was telling me about this critic. And, you know, if he gives a good review, all of his readers are guaranteed to stay. And Lily is so excited. And Herman finally gets what's going on. He asks, you know, well, who is the critic? Grandma's like, he's incognito. He's Italian. Little tie into your trip there. Right. <laughs> Grandpa is like, no, that means that he's secret. And Herman's like, I don't get it. <laughs> so, yeah, Herman, lovable goof. Uh, yeah, so we uh, no, uh, do forward. another cut. Yeah. Yeah. To, uh, Herman nearly shredding down his last pencil as the dust piles up around the teeth. Uh, well, he at least has a second one nearby because mm. the doorbell rings. It's a customer at last. And the person walks in, rudely introduces himself as Talbot. And all I can think of is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, (laughs) We get the owl joke again, and at least it's consistent. Yeah. Uh, Talbot even calls the bird rude, which is great. Well, this guy's a dick the second he walks into the house. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he is. Uh, Grandpa assures him they're planning to strangle the owl (laughs) this afternoon anyway, which is great because... I'm not a fan of the owl. What's for dinner? Uh, owl. <laughs> I just love that joke. It's like, hey, you're a rude owl. It's like, oh, don't worry about it. We're going to strangle him later anyway. <laughs> so the dude calls the place a dump and demands a room. Yeah. Uh, Talbot says he's on the road a lot and can be a bit of a hotel expert himself. Yeah, a little Spider-Man joke there for you. Uh, <laughs> Grandpa is... Uh, Mike's not reacting to my jokes and I'm not happy. How do you like Grandpa's, it? How do you like it, Tivis? How do you like it? It feels bad. Yeah, it does. 
ignoring my photos I sent you to? (laughs) No. Grandpa is certain this is the critic. Uh, You know, and at this point in the show, I'm betting money. This is not the critic and they will be rude to the real critic. And if I had made this bet with anyone, I would have won money. (laughs) So, yeah, Grandpa. Speaking of bets, don't you have a bet going on with somebody right now? Do I? About an action figure. We should ask these people. Maybe they can tell us. No, it's not a bet. It was just a stupid joke at work. Oh. Well, if anybody out here would like to know. uh, We were talking about some reason George Lucas, how he made all of his money basically from toys. Uh I was like, oh, there's a lot of money in that. I should make a toy of myself. And a buddy of mine at work went, no one would buy it. So I started asking people if they would buy a toy of me. And so far, my wife said if it's not expensive, and Mike said if it's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can send your wife a kit so that she can make a toy of you, but <laughs> she's not going to. I love that her response is if it's cheap. Not that kind of Thanks. toy, Timus. <laughs> like, um, no, so if so, you guys out there would like to see action figures or something of Tivis, let us know. I'm not making them. We would but like to. It know. would make me feel better. Oh man, if we get a good enough response, I will make Monster Cast action figures of both of us. You know, and then he told me that I should use a character from He Man as my mold for my face, and I said, "Which character do you think I'd look like?" Expecting him to make a joke about Skeletor. <laughs> But no, he told me to go with Prince Eric, and I said, that's not even going to be accurate. (laughs) Not to be a dick, I'd say some (laughs) characters from Dune, more likely. (laughs) All right, getting back to this show, though. I got Batista Uh, head over here somewhere. Grandpa takes Talbot over to the desk where Herman and Lily are standing, uh, where they have been standing for three days, apparently. Uh, Spot decides to say hello without fire and scares Talbot and Herman's like, oh, that's just our pet. You know, he's probably hungry. Do you have a dead animal in your pocket? And Talbot starts to check his pockets for some reason. And he's like, no, of course not. Why would you begin checking then? (laughs) Mm, Which one? This one. No, this. No, that this one. Bam, bam. Not Bam Bam. The <laughs> sorry. Anyway, that's a visual reference. We are getting off topic. Visual. Time crunch, Mike. Time crunch. <laughs> I got hit. Albert. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Herman, he's like, "Yo, do you guys have a vacancy or not?" And Herman's like, "One second. Goes over to the wall, and Grandpa's like, "Just do it already." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Herman hands over the tiny pencil. Talbot looks at it like, what am I supposed to do with this thing? And Herman's like, Lily, do you have a pencil I can borrow? And she's like, yeah, here you go. I hid this one (laughs) so you wouldn't destroy it. Um, uh, Talbot, he starts writing and Herman's looking at it and he's he starts covering it like it's a cheat sheet. They're going to look at it anyway, dude. What do you do? Yeah. And he's like, so does this come with a king size bed? Grandpa's like, oh, boy, does it. Henry VIII uh, slept in it, which beds were tiny back then. So uh, <laughs> that's why they all had their own rooms. Well, yeah. at least the rich did. Talbot's like, well, is there a king size breakfast? And Grandpa's like, 
Oh, Lily can make a sausage patty that will feed 12. And, uh, he's, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Talbot's like, oh, perfect. I'll order two of those. And I'm at this point, I'm like, where's Marilyn and where's Eddie? We haven't seen them this entire episode. And then but here comes Eddie. Yeah, we're about to find out where one of them is. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he produces a coupon for a discount at any B&B east or west of the Mississippi. Uh, Herman has to check that that includes them. And Grandpa just yells at him to get go. Uh, Herman rings the gong. And bellboy Eddie finally makes an appearance to take Talbot's thing to his room. Yep. Uh, they're like, hey, take this to room 1209 or 1209. And he's like, we don't have the room 1209. And Grandpa's like, yeah, we do. It used to be the room called your room. <laughs> <laughs> and Eddie angrily starts dragging Talbot's stuff upstairs. Yeah. Like, Oh, that's a great interaction with Eddie. I, I, I know we're breezing through this episode, but... The, the interaction between the family, this guest is. It's something I'm going to bring up later in our, uh, you know, uh, final thoughts. OK. So then Eddie grabs the suitcase. He goes upstairs with it and we cut to the next scene where Lily is outside carving uh, the special, I believe it is for the day. Specials, specials <laughs> on a tombstone uh, with Slab a little a chisel or anything like that. Yeah, and we finally see Marilyn. Which, mm. by the way, is this our first look at the backyard in Monsters today? I believe so. Yes. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, makes me so happy. Uh, and, and yeah, my, the is it the backyard or is it just like the side yard? I think it's the back. But uh, the specials, if anyone was wondering who didn't watch, uh, it's fresh fruit and leeches. No, I thought it was fresh fruit leeches. Uh, no, I think they're two separate. You get some fresh fruit and leeches. But what if they're fresh fruity leeches? leeches? Like fruit nah. flavored leeches. So... Talbot enters and Marilyn runs over to him asking, you know, would you like to sit in the smoking or non-smoking? And he's confused. We're outside. Why is a split? Which, thank God we have laws that passed protecting people from this BS. Mm. Good God. Uh, as someone who doesn't smoke and had pneumonia that almost killed me as a child from my grandparents who smoked. Uh, yeah, secondhand smoke, bad. Something they don't have in Italy, by the way. <laughs> smoking no, everywhere. No, of course not. <laughs> Yeah, no, Italy's got a lot of oh, it's so, backwards traditions. It's so fun, though. It's so great. It's it, Oh, it's a beautiful country, but... It, like, I, I like the way the culture is over there, honestly. Minus, like, the smoking, because Nick's allergic to all that and shit. And the sexism. Didn't really see a whole lot of that shit. Well, you mostly see it in the court system, where if you're a woman, you're guaranteed to lose. I mean, we were <laughs> even by the Vatican, and you didn't see, like... You know. Also, if you're a seismologist, you're guaranteed to lose. <laughs> All right. Anyways, Talbot comes out. <laughs> <laughs> There's a funny reference to a past or, uh, news event. He comes out and uh, sits yeah. down and he's like, "All right, so what's for well, what's for eating? Is, what what's the difference between the smoking and the non-smoking sections, Mike? Uh, one table was smoking. They put dry ice on yes, it. Yes, it, it was. It seems. <laughs> Why was it smoking? He didn't want to find out. He chose non-smoking. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, he, uh, he plays a dick so well in this, man. Oh my god, he's so good. It just like the way that he, you know, the the swagger he has when he's sitting, just like lay so laid back. There's a shot in uh, here eventually where he has his fucking leg up on the table and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and oh. it gets worse yeah. as the episode goes on too. Oh boy. So yeah, uh, oh. Lily comes over and it's like, oh, well, here's our menu. But we have some specials that's not on the menu, and he's, he didn't even get a chance to read the menu. Yeah. But he's got to know. The cereal of the day is gruel, which, Mike, a lot of people have a negative connotation with gruel because of Charles Dickens. But actually, it was a staple of Roman culture and a main source, uh, uh, you know, a food source in Western culture for many years. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until Charles Dickens started putting it in his books as an inmate food or for the lower income families that it became, oh, that's not something you should eat, which. Uh, there's not a difference in my mind between gruel and uh, freaking uh, porridge. So, uh, yeah, anyone who talks negatively about uh, gruel uh, know that. <laughs> Uh, porridge isn't good either <laughs> yeah I, i'm not a fan of it but isn't it just oatmeal so, isn't porridge just oatmeal though i like oatmeal yeah kind of it's basically oatmeal she goes on our fresh food today is leeches and cream and our seafood omelet she turns around to eddie still working on it undetermined yeah he's fishing in the moat <laughs> which we find out more about the moat later yeah yeah uh talbot uh oh their seafood omelet yeah so talbot makes sure uh, the food is included with the room rate Mm -hmm. and lily confirms so he's like i'll just take an orange juice eggs benedict and a side of grits lily is repulsed that he would even dream of eating such things to eat He's like, yeah. yeah. You, you sure you don't want our leeches and cream? He's like, and it's like, I gave you my order. And if you're real quick about it, maybe I'll even give you a tip. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's such an asshole. And she walks away and then uh, grandpa comes out and he's like, is everything okay? He's like, well, maybe if the well, she, dame would she, keep, she, get working. Yeah. He's like, yeah, is everything, uh, you know, good? And he's like, I don't know. I haven't got my food yet. So he turns to Lily. This is before Lily wanders off. And he's like, Go make his food. <laughs> She's like, we don't have his food. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, go get it. <laughs> Grandpa. Ooh. He's like, tell Herman to go get whatever it is from Pierre's. Yeah, tell him which to I drive tried the looking. I tried, I tried real hard. I couldn't find anything that sounded like this restaurant even existed. But uh, he's like, you know, the place the, with the attitude. <laughs> So grandpa got thrown out of this place, I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, Talbot, you know, he's hey, Gramps, how about some food while I'm waiting for my food? <laughs> but he's in luck. Eddie finally caught something. <laughs> he doesn't know what it is, but it's got enough tentacles to feed everyone. And he reels it in and it goes flying at Talbot, who freaks out. It looks like some kind of seaweed octopus. Yeah, it looks like 
freaking paper mache garbage. <laughs> <laughs> there's your there's your snack, uh, Talbot. Yeah. So after the meal, Grandpa once again asks him, you know, everything OK? He's like, eh, my eggs were runny. The grits were gritty and the coffee tastes like pond scum. Yeah. <laughs> Herman finds that delicious. <laughs> By the way, Herman's there. Uh, he just shows Talbot, up. Yeah. <laughs> Talbot's like, hey, I'm going to go use the phone. And Grandpa gives him the worst mistake yeah. of the episode. A whistle that he can blow on and they will drop everything to come help him. Yeah. And this is also when so, we, we see him so calm. He has his freaking foot on the dining table, Tivis. Yeah. What a dick. He's such a slime ball. He's so good at it. Is he sure he's not like a used car salesman back in the day? <laughs> well, we're close to that. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. As he, Talbot begins walking away, Herman and Grandpa are cleaning up his plates from the table, and Talbot blows the whistle, causing them both to instantly drop the plates and break some of them. He's and like, Talbot's ah, like, just checking. Yeah, just checking. It's great work. And he walks away, leaving. Grandpa looks ready to have his own breakfast at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, it's a, it's a monster of your own design there. So now we get the shot of Talbot on the phone. Where the truth comes out. He tells whoever it is, just set up the display without him. He'll be there as soon as his car is finished. He's staying at this B&B run by a bunch of weirdos. He tried stealing a towel, but it bit him. <laughs> uh, probably a possum. Whoever he is talking to asks, you know, why he doesn't leave. And he's like, why should I? They're treating me like I'm going to write a review or something. He then blows the whistle and you hear more crashing in the background. But... No one comes running and he just begins laughing. <laughs> this dude is a jerk. jerk. Yeah. He's t- he just talks about how he's just taking advantage of them all constantly. Yeah, so constantly. And then we cut to it, another meal. Uh, dinner, I believe. Yeah. They, they really took advantage of using that back back set. So hopefully we see more of it. Oh, yeah. Moving oh, forward. I hope so. I really hope so. They probably really yeah, were Talbot, like, hey, we got this. We're going to show it off. We're going to show it all off. And it looks awesome. It does look cool because you have like green light that gleams off of the water even mm-hmm. onto the wall and stuff. I love seeing around the monsters. Like anytime we're not in the house, I'm so happy to get to see exterior stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was some of my favorite stuff in the original. Like when they set up all those traps, when they were trying to hide Eddie's surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is like by the garage because you see like two wooden doors, big doors. It could be. Yeah. Right behind. Uh, Another great episode that I love from the classic show when they found the buried treasure and they were wandering all around back there. Yeah. Or you get when they were building the um, uh, Dracula race car and you got to see the actual. I think that was the first shot of the garage. Garage and the side of the garage and everything. Yeah. Uh So you understood Uh, the garage was on the side of the house. (laughs) <laughs> or how about that time that uh, Herman was talking to his neighbor through the high security uh, jail fence? <laughs> uh. So, yeah, uh, Talbot blows his whistle, even though Herman is literally right next to him. Yeah. Uh, just standing there staring at him the whole time. Uh, and he's like, look, they have a new, by the way, while this is going on, did you notice there's a new tombstone in the back that says catch of the day, but it's blank? No. Yeah, I, I noticed that. They put a new prop out. It's great. 
uh, Talbot isn't happy there's a fly in his porridge. And Herman's like, well, would you like a cockroach instead? He's like, no, I just want a clean bowl. Herman's- Herman is perfect with this. It's like he gives zero, <laughs> zero shits about this dude. He's yeah. like, I don't even. He's like, well, what, what do you want in your porridge then? <laughs> it's like, Nothing. Yeah. And the way he interacts and stuff right here is what really oh, made me think about. We're coming up with one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> oh, go on. Well, he's like, well, forget it. Can I just have some toast? So Herman grabs the guy's drink to you and downs it. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. These are, these are the spots that I'm just like, oh, I could totally picture Fred doing this stuff. So it just makes oh. 100% you know sense <laughs> they have some really good jokes in this episode and by the way for weeks now i uh, by the i can't we didn't talk about this in the beginning but i was predicting that this was a fast food mm-hmm. this is not fast food and it's so much better <laughs> yeah i don't know where the name comes from i this is probably a hotel hotel chain or uh like something uh, so, uh, two people come in looking confused at this point, and I have here in my notes, here's the real critic. Uh, they say, they come in, and they're like, no one was at the front desk. So Herman's like, hey, Marilyn, can you help them out? And she's like carrying a bunch of fish that Eddie's been catching out of the moat. And they're real unhappy to see the fish, I might add. And you know what? Fish really stink. Uh, mm. Not a fan. So, so there's a McMansion. Uh, McMansion is a thing. I, I've heard about that, but that's just something that lacks architectural uniqueness and class or style. That's why it's a play on McDonald's because it's so mass produced of a house. So that doesn't make sense. Well, maybe that is because they were talking about how B and B's are the, all the fad now. So maybe they're making a joke that they're overdone. Maybe, maybe, yeah. It says uh, the appearance of McMansions began in the 80s and continued through the 2000s. Hate to tell y'all, but they still do those. Yeah, it's called Airbnb. <laughs> no, it's called every house, new housing development you see. They're all the yeah. same. Cookie cutter designs. Ugh. Yep. Yeah. So Talbot blows his whistle and asks if she changed his sheets yet. Marilyn immediately runs off, leaving the two people standing there, no one helping them once again. <clears throat> Talbot's like, hey, what's this on my fork to Herman? So Herman's like, he takes it. And he's, it's gunk. So I was like, can I get a fresh one? So Herman's like, you know, he blows on it, starts wiping it all over his jacket until it comes off and hands it to him. And yeah, nope, nope, fuck that. Nope. <laughs> oh that's that makes me my skin crawl (laughs) why so i first of all he blew on my fork then he wiped it all over his jacket not even touching on the fact that it had crap on it already no i like clean silverware uh they're just gonna do the same thing in the back anyways you just don't know yeah, I'll bring plastic <laughs> utensils with me everywhere. I don't care. Uh, bad for the environment. Good for me. <laughs> Lily brings out the meat of the day, which looks like raw bacon. Yeah. And 
the the table plant begins eating it. <laughs> Just kind of cool. I like the little puppet yeah. plant. Yeah. Yeah. And the, then, the, oh, go on. Well, the two people are still standing there and yeah. like, hey, uh, ma'am, lady. Yeah, they're like, lady. <laughs> and then she's like, go and go and help them. With a question mark. <laughs> Like they she they call for her they call for Lily and Herman or Lily sends Herman over there and Herman yeah. goes over there you... and the wife bolts as soon as she sees him pun intended yeah she like goes to vo- she's pregnant no we didn't mention that yeah <laughs> yeah she's pregnant she bolts out and uh, Herman's just standing there he walks up to the guy he's like here here you go and the guy's like scared but still does what he wants to do and as they're walking through the door Herman just plows right into the door frame <laughs> no not even the door frame it was like a pipe next to the door yeah, it was just, like why like whatever's splitting the two doors and then uh we go back over do you do you remember what he said to the guy though before they start leaving no what did he say uh he turns and was like oh yeah you know she's in pretty good condition for her condition yeah yeah <laughs> uh, and then yeah. as they go in lily's still pampering the uh talbot guy uh, making sure yeah, everything's okay. Yeah, because he blows his whistle with Lily standing right, right behind there. Her. She was literally just helping you, dude. She was right behind him, and she just he blows the whistle, so she goes out in front so he can actually see her. And she's he's asking, "Well, what the heck is there to do in this dump? What is there to do?" Yeah. But she's like, "Well, you can go swimming." And he's like, "Oh, you got a pool? And he, where's the pool at?" He's like. All around the house. <laughs> yeah, the moat. Like, this mud puddle, which to me confirms from a few episodes ago when Grandpa got a girlfriend, it is not a very deep moat. Yeah. And then she's like, "Well, what are you talking about? This is a it's a the only Olympic size moat in the area." <laughs> yeah. Talbot just throws his napkin down and like, I give up. Yeah. So now we're inside. Uh, Herman set up the couch into a bed. For the new guest uh, who will be in the living room. And the dude's like, this is our room. And Herman's like, it's the biggest room in Munster House. And this seems to satisfy the guy. <laughs> All right. And then- yeah. So he begins his bringing over his briefcase. He gets his clothes out. And Herman's like, let me get it. He opens up Eddie's cabinet. <laughs> the door swings shut again. So uh, he's got to open it again with his elbow. Yeah. He, and just chucks it in there. And then he does this like, great hand motion <laughs> of putting his hand out for a tip <laughs> with this like yeah, grin on his face. <laughs> the, the, the facial reaction he has too. And then the guy's like, all right, here we go. Yeah. Here's a coin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the whistle blows. So Herman has to go help Talbot. Uh, the woman, you know, she comes back. We find out her name is Rosemary later on. Yeah. Uh, she is furious. Like, why do we have to do this? He's like, oh, don't worry. You know, this is the last time. No one's ever going to suspect me, uh, you know, a critic guy to be bringing his pregnant wife around. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it is kind of a jerk thing to do. But it is a perfect cover. <laughs> and he then jumps onto the bed and it doesn't move an inch. And he's like. Well, at least it's firm. Well, the bed's on freaking center blocks that when they showed the wide of it before, when they first showed it. Was it? Oh, okay. Because I was thinking, I'm like, is this a, a fold-out couch? Because I don't remember that ever being a thing. It was, um, let me double check. So, 
I'm gonna pull it up here in a second here. But you can keep talking. I'll double check because I swore it was on like Cinder Blocks. All right. So Herman escorts yeah. Talbot down. Yeah, is it okay? So that's that makes it funnier. That's so much funnier. I'm gonna share this. <laughs> I'm gonna share this photo in in there. Yeah, here. while they're relaxing, um, you know, Rosemary just says, "Oh, I can't wait to take a nap. We've been on the road all day." Talbot comes down with Herman. He's like, "Here's the TV," and he's like, "Great, I want to catch up on my shopping channels." Yeah. All right, so here, oh, are things in the way? Or banner? I got it. There you go. Oh, that's so good. I missed yeah. that. So if you're watching the video, guys, you can see a little <laughs> picture of the center blocks holding the bed up because it's not a pull-out couch. It's an ancient couch, dude. So, yeah. yeah. That's what I was uh, Yeah. Uh, that's There's no way they have a pull-out couch. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. So the guy comes down. He's like, well, I want to watch TV. And Grandpa's setting him up in the dude's room. And uh, Herman is. No, it's grandpa. Grandpa is because it's grandpa comes later. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. Because the guy turns to her and he's like, oh, uh, yeah, this yeah. is our this is our, be- you know, our bedroom. And he's like, it's also the living or the TV lounge. Yeah, the TV lounge. <laughs> so that's when Eddie comes running in, sees the new guests, goes to his cabinet and finds the clothes. He's like, OK, I hope you guys didn't squash or squash my skunk. <laughs> <laughs> the lady's like, Blech. Oh, starts vomiting again. Yeah, she's got morning sickness bad. Um, so, and then Grandpa comes on through. Yeah, he's like, "Would you like a hot cup of something?" <laughs> uh, Talbot like blows his whistle at him needlessly. Yeah, to tell him to quiet down. He's watching TV. Yeah, and then the other he's guy like, comes over and he's like, "Hey, my wife would like a." Nice yeah, can we get some tea? Yeah, this is where we get her name, Rosemary. Yeah. He's like, can we get some tea for Rosemary? And I should have seen this coming, <laughs> by the way, with this name, but I didn't. We'll get to that. We'll get to yeah. this part, the joke of the name. Grandpa tells him uh, it's in the kitchen. <laughs> and he's like, it's in the kitchen. Like, what do you want from me, dude? And, and, and it's funny it's because they've done, they did a storyline like this in... Oh, what was it? Ocean. One of the ocean movies. I think it was like oceans 12. I think where like, I couldn't tell you there was a hotel guy coming and he kind of got like treated like shit from the hotel staff because the hotel staff thought the other guy that they were playing the trick on, you know, uh, was the actual, they, they thought he was the, the so that- person or whatever it was. That's a great joke. Uh, I'm surprised it's in an Oceans movie of all things. Yeah. But. Oh, it's it, a big storyline in one of them. <laughs> Aren't those movies about heists? Yeah, it's part of the heist. The critic is part of the heist? The Not the actual critic, but the fake critic. Oh, oh okay. So there's this whole subplot of the actual critic getting treated like crap. Oh, yeah. That's, that's Not great. only are, that's is he getting treated like crap from the staff. But the ocean's crew is doing shit to him to fuck with him, and <laughs> you got to watch the movie. I don't want to give it all away, but yeah, it, it, it plays right. in very may, well. It, it's really done I, well, I, and and I I thought it was pretty cool because the whole thing is okay. to try and like bring the hotel down. Maybe it was Oceans you, you Thirteen. Have, uh, 
You may have sold me on watching the ocean films. It was finally. either Ocean's <sighs> Eleven or Ocean's Thirteen, because Twelve they're in uh, another country, so it wasn't that one. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll I have love to check the that ocean out. movies though. <laughs> Except Ocean's Eight, I wasn't like a huge fan because you know Brad Pitt wasn't prequel. in it. Or yeah. it, no, it wasn't a prequel. It was uh, mm. the all female one, which I mean, it's still good, but it wasn't my cup of tea. It didn't have the same you know group of people I liked. The sexy men you love. Oh yeah, uh. that Brad Pitt man, dude's still fucking hot as shit. <laughs> I don't care if you're straight or gay or what, dude's hot. I don't even care if you're a lesbian. You probably think that dude's hot. Come on, like he's like <laughs> he's like the the older version of Ryan Reynolds. Everybody loves him. Listeners, uh, viewers, <laughs> let us know. Do you find Brad Pitt attractive? Uh, so Talbot complains about oh, his chair. Watch Fight Club. With his shirt off, getting his ass kicked, and you tell me mm. you don't find that like I, it makes me feel so you know my bad about my body. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So Talbot's <laughs> complaining about his chair, and Grandpa just goes over and steals one of the pillows. Yeah, <laughs> the dude's like, "Hey, my wife was gonna take a nap." And Grandpa's like, "Well, give her your pillow. What kind of husband are you?" <laughs> Uh, so rosemary comes back and uh he's like you know uh his her husband it's like hey are you okay it grabbed like keep it down talbot's watching tv yeah we so, have a guest watching tv could you keep it down please yeah and lily uh lily busts out and he's like grandpa could you come here please yeah and grandpa's we need like to talk. well i'm tending to the guest and she's like it's important can you please come here oh yeah, so she does like, a great job of like the the existential crisis crap and stuff like <laughs> so he turns the towel he's like may i be excused he's yeah <laughs> so Hey, can I, uh, the, uh, yeah, Mr. Uh, Mason or whatever his name is. I forgot it. It's in my notes somewhere coming up, but he's like, uh, can I get a glass of water at least? Mm-hmm. And grab was like, that costs extra and just walks away from him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then he goes into the kitchen and then Lily is like there and she's like, so we have a problem, you know, you, you, like he, he smashes Herman in the face first. Don't forget yeah, that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Herman gets his nose smashing because he's behind the door like a stupid head. Uh, (laughs) We had a door like that in our house growing up that went into the kitchen area from one space. Oh, that swings. My mom eventually took it down. Dangerous. My mom eventually took it out. (laughs) She's like, nope. Oh yeah. There was. If you're gonna have that, you need to have it like uh, uh, entrance to a saloon type door. It's so dangerous too because it was right here. Like so, you walk through it. On mm-hmm. the other side, you had stairs that came downstairs, and then you had a door that came in from the garage. They all met in right there. I'm like, someone's getting knocked out. Or if we ran around the house screaming like dumb kids, and we'd smack each other with the door. <laughs> all right. Anyways. Oh, you could probably do a good joke where you're just behind it holding it, so someone like tries to push it open and slams into it. But it went both ways. That's the thing. Well, that's why you just got to be standing there real still, uh, not pushing it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so door, yeah, they're the in door the kitchen. jams in both sides. <laughs> uh, Talbot's car is back. And uh, Mike, do you remember what it says? 
I don't remember what his business was. It was okay. It is a Talbot and Son birdseed. We bird stuff seed. your bird. Yes, because she's like, oh, he's a birdseed salesman. He's just a shifty, dirty birdseed salesman. <laughs> Grandpa refuses to believe it. He's yeah. like, well, maybe that's his cover. And she's like, well, here's the receipt they gave me. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, he could do that. And then she's like, well, why would they bill the company? You know, the fake company if it was a fake company. And I love this scene. Oh, that's yeah. about to happen grandpa rounds on herman demanding to know why he was so sure that this guy was a critic and both lily and herman in unison yell back at him because you said so yeah Yeah. (laughs) and she's like i love by the way i i know i keep mentioning this but i love that lily sides with herman way more than she does her father in this version of the show oh yeah 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 it, it shows do how do not blame Herman. It's like, don't blame Herman. This is your stupid fault. Yeah. And yeah, it's so perfect because like you said, in the original one, there was a lot of teaming up against Herman because of his stupidity. Mm. In this one, they really show how, you know, most marriages should be is you you stand you up, stick for, up for your, your man, spouse, your your woman. You you stand up your for your significant spouse. other. Yeah, yeah. Your partner. Your spouse is who you stand up for, even if they're wrong. I've stood up for my wife when she's wrong. Don't tell her that because she won't say that she was ever wrong. But still, I've stood up for her when she's wrong. And then I talk to her in private. Never. Yeah. I was gonna say I'd do the same thing, but then I never. Never criticize your spouse in front of other people. No. And potentially never criticize them at all. Like talk to them. Don't come in a in a critical way. But no, 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 no. Never do that. Never do that. It can be uh, hard sometimes, depending on the emotions going on. We understand. This is not. We are not marriage counselors. We should just shut the fuck up. <laughs> We have been in long-lasting relationships, though, whereas most people I know have not. 14 14 (laughs) years of marriage this June. That's so awesome. We've known each other. We're coming up on... uh, We've known each other since we were 15 years old. We're on that eight this July. Of marriage? Yeah. Well, together, this is our 15th year together. Yeah. Nice. I actually uh, surprised her on the day that we first made contact where she stole my buddy's phone. I think I said this on the show, actually. It was our 15th anniversary. I... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, geez. yeah. There's so many people, though, that five years and they're done. Yeah, or my sister who keeps picking losers and she's on her fifth boyfriend finally may have finally found a winner. <laughs> And I say finally, repeatedly, for a reason. <laughs> oh, fun. And this isn't my comments. This is hers. Okay. I was just making sure you were saying, like, does your sister listen? Probably not. Oh, even if she does, she knows. Like, she shit talks all of her exes, so <laughs> we know yeah, exactly how big of an asshole they are. The general rule is, though, they can shit talk them. But you shouldn't just in case they get back with them. And then they'll be like, well, you said this about them once. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go kill myself yeah. now. And I mean, <laughs> look, here's the thing. My she has gotten back with an ex that we've all crap talked. Ah. 
whatever. As long as they change and are better and willing to be a better person. Turns out they weren't. Yeah. So good riddance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For a second time. Yeah. <laughs> That's always been the thing with friends when they dump people or, or they get dumped. I'm just like, I'm just staying up. I don't give a crap enough to, to I'm not going to make you feel better by shit talking the person that you were with. Especially if I know you were the wrong one in the first place. <laughs> you shouldn't have done this, you idiot. See, I'm too much of a shrimp talker. I almost lost a friend because I was too brutally honest. Yeah. All right. So Grandpa's about to yeah. walk back out there. He's like, all right, when I get done with him, he's going to be able to blow that whistle from where the sun don't shine. <laughs> he's gonna, Every time he sits down, it's going to whistle. Yeah. And and then he goes to open the door. Oh, the look Grandpa gets in the scene. He's ready to kill. Oh, yeah. Grandpa's always ready to kill. He's a vampire. I mean, um, even Herman's mad for the yeah. first time. I think in this show, we see him actually mad. I think we've seen him mad before. In um, this one, maybe I, I don't recall. Oh, by the way, in the background of this scene, did you notice in the window there is something moving? Oh yeah, yeah, outside the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that a tentacle or was that the shadow of the boom mic that they tried to hide? I think it was a tree outside. It was supposed to be like bad weather outside. Like the monsters always had bad weather outside. Yeah, but it's like moving like a tentacle. It's weird. Maybe the tree's alive to this Lord of the Rings <laughs> style. Come on. I don't know. Um. So, yeah, grandpa gets pissed off and he walks out and he opens the door and slams in the herman again this time yeah, it's not tries to follow this time <laughs> it's not as as prominent because one you can actually see herman getting hit so he mm -hmm. we don't actually get hit in the head but he holds his nose anyways which kind of sucked but i would have been like let's retake it uh and we we are about to get a scene where we find out how terrifying grandpa can be in i love this this yeah. might be my favorite scene of the whole show Gra grandpa uh, th walks this episode. out he, he doesn't say jack crap he walks out pulls the pillow out from behind tabit and throws it back <laughs> yeah. to them and he's like what are you doing i was using that and he's like well maybe you should get up <laughs> get out <laughs> get and, and yeah well, he's like look hey that was my pillow grandpa's like that's my chair yeah. i'm your guest he's like stand up yeah. <laughs> so the dude gets terrified stands up walks and grandpa around. just sits down yeah he's like mm. he, he walks around the couch <laughs> and then lily walks out with a uh hors d'oeuvres or something and it was cookies it was cookies. Well, it looked like cookies it was, she, she just said she had a snack i guess for yeah. the other guests not talbot but for the other guests mm -hmm. And he and, decides that he's going to be a jerk and just eat their shit. He takes yeah, he it. Yeah, he greedily grabs it. one and shoves it in his mouth. Like, he's like, "Ooh, what is this? Oh, oh it's a, I thought it sounded like he liked it. Like, no, no, no. What is this? And then she tells him, and what was it, Dennis? Oh, I, you knew I had. It is chocolate covered fungus. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes Rosemary Rosemary gag, have to puke again. And she runs off and then Lily runs off behind her to help her. And mm. and the guy's choking and I uh, guess on this cookie. Yeah, he's like, Her help me. And Herman, so Herman smacks him. <laughs> right on the back, sends him flying across the room. Flies into the organ or piano, whatever it is. And then <laughs> Grandpa just turns to Mr. Morley and he goes, Mr. Morley, for your viewing pleasure. Yeah. Monster House, it's showtime. <laughs> he claps his hands and the house comes alive. Yeah. The organ 
spews dust at Talbot for the first time in this show. The raven pops out, says something to him. I don't know I what don't it was. Either. Sounded like vulture. The boar begins spewing dust. Talbot is covered. He's like, I can't go anywhere wearing this. And Grandpa's like, no problem. Clap. <laughs> Lights out. Clap. Lights back on. Talbot's in a tank top and boxers. Yeah. <laughs> Like, grandpa the whole time grandpa's just staring deadpan straight like mm. <laughs> they do this spot too because there's like a spotlight on him as most of the mm-hmm. house is dark too and it, it feels like something you would see in like a play like a, a actual theatrical theater play yeah and yeah and it's done really like it, it it brought me back to watching like an actual stage play which was awesome uh, to see it. it is this the first time we've seen grandpa like lose his temper to this point yeah. where he's just like magic <laughs> yeah and and then the guy's running up he goes he runs out of the room he runs upstairs and then the the uh, uh armor the suit of armor is like shaking moving, and, moving. and for some yeah. reason that scares him back downstairs he goes downstairs and then spot blows a freaking fireball <laughs> out of him like Bleh! and that scares the shit out of the guy and he bolts out the front door yeah. Uh, oh my god, just grandpa in this scene might be my favorite grandpa moment. <laughs> moment. Yeah. Like ever. Uh, like there's gr- every grandpa has had great performers, but just d- any of them in this scene just staring deadpan as his house torments a guy. Yeah. On his command. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's so great. Uh Mr. Morley's hiding under the covers. <laughs> yeah. And then Lily <laughs> runs back out. Sorry. Uh Lily runs out and then she is like, Mr. What is his last name? Yeah, he comes Morley? to get him. Mr. Morley. Morley. And she's, she's like, like, Mr. Morley, Mr. Morley. And he's like, he's hiding under the cover still. And he she's like, What? And she's like, uh, it's Rosemary's baby. <laughs> Yeah, like how did I not see this Jake joke coming? So uh as she was scared to death and puking, um she had her baby. She, and and yep. they all run off to the back and grandpa we get this pan over and and and, yeah, and dolly into grandpa and it's he's, just like he's just so happy with himself. He just slumps yeah, down into his chair and he hears the baby, he's be it ever so humble. Yeah. And he slumps down and so that. far that he gets like four or five chins on him. <laughs> That's like <laughs> it's just like everything is squished up. It's but so then good. Then the baby continues to cry and he realizes, oh crap, there's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes back to being his grumpy self. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a pan out or a flash out to the exterior of the house and then back into the house. And then Herman and Lily are there. And what does Herman have for Lily? It's something big. Uh, much. It's something thick. It's something long, Tivis. What is it? I wouldn't say paper is thick, but he's got a bigger check. It's wide and long. That's not thick. That's it's thin. It's like an eight by ten. <laughs> Width and so, length. It didn't Lily say is... girth. I didn't say girth. Jeez, Tivis, get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> Lily is so happy Gateman came to his sense and put him back on a weekly salary. Yeah. It's going to take every cent to pay Talbot's meals. Yeah. 
Grandpa comes in reading the review. Munster House. Monster a most unique house. experience in themed bed and breakfasts. A truly macabre place. Three and a half stars. Special note. Highly recommended for any woman in her ninth or more pregnancy. Uh, month of pregnancy. Trimester, whatever. <laughs> or more. I mean, it happens sometimes. Uh, all right. But they hear a whistle blow and all three of them have a heart attack. Look over at but Eddie. The, the fact that they said ninth trimester is funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah they all look at eddie and he's like just joking and hides in his cupboard because he knows that they're about to come kill him (laughs) yeah yeah so (laughs) that's the end of the episode right there yeah but also they they do say trimester i feel they said trimester in the show you don't have nine trimesters (laughs) no i know you don't it's like three to four months per trimester so you think you only get the third trimester. Three, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, when they said that, I'm like, eh. and technically birth isn't actually nine months. You can have a full grown baby in eight months. Yeah. Pregnancy is supposed to be about eight months ish, not nine, where everyone <clears throat> just assumes nine for some reason. I am not a medical professional, so I will not comment. <laughs> Nor do I have children, so I have no experience in this. <laughs> My first one was born, I think, seven and a half months of pregnancy. Early. He was born a little early. I just have my nieces and nephew who had to be born early because his organs were growing outside of his body. Oh, so they had to do like a C-section? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he was in the inky for a while. One of my brothers was like that. He has an... Uh, the 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 thing, the incubation, and all that stuff for like the first three months it, of his life. Yeah, the the organs outside the body thing is surprisingly not rare. I was shocked to find that out. <laughs> um, it has to do with how their skin is is uh manifesting, growing, evolving. Mm-hmm. I don't know the proper term for that. <laughs> well, we're grossing people out with this. So think about a your baby thoughts? with his organs on the outside. Think about it. <laughs> Let's let's. Why don't you share your thoughts on this episode first? It's Rosemary's baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I should have seen that joke coming from all the way. I didn't. I I I enjoyed it. I mean, so uh, full disclosure, I haven't watched an episode in what three weeks? Has it been three weeks? Yeah, yeah. So because we took a week off, almost a month of no watching monsters so this was a great one to come back to it really brought the mood back for me um get me back in with the characters i mean not that i was out of the mood you know but it really was a good one to come back to after a three month a three week hiatus and stuff so i enjoyed it man i i really liked the the story was kind of cool um the monsters are always doing something bringing people into their house I don't understand. Like, why doesn't Lily just go get a job? It's the eighties. <laughs> she did in the sixties, right? Or grandpa, send grandpa out. He could be one of those greeters at the grocery store that just says, hi, how you doing? Welcome. Well, we didn't have like big box stores then, did we? 
Do you really want him to be a greeter? Let's not forget the last time he lost his temper in the original show. He almost threw fire at Herman. Look. Because that was his response. Fire. If he was a greeter, he'd be able to figure out, you know, he'd find his prey easier. Let's just say that. What about Marilyn? I mean, send her butt to work. They're always so hard on money and that they don't send their kids to work, which is very weird for a uh, a an immigrant family. And like, especially at that time frame, kids would have been working. Mm -hmm. Those kids have been working. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because this is what the Uh, 80s. 89 yeah, we got about this episode five more minutes here yeah 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 we're uh, good go on how, how what did you think of this episode dude i i enjoyed the hell out of this one awesome um like after w- all this time waiting to find out what big monster was all about i couldn't <laughs> have asked for a better story this was so much fun talbot is such a great actor yeah. the, the actor playing him so great as the sleazy guy oh yeah um <laughs> the interactions between in the kitchen with uh Lily and Herman versus Grandpa, Grandpa versus Talbot, just Grandpa's continually getting irritated with this guy, but sucking up to him at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, his him taking out his aggression on Talbot on the other, you know, the couple. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. Uh, uh, it was so much fun. We got to see the backyard a little bit more of the moat. They pulled a creature out of the moat. That was cool. There's so much of that this episode that I just love. Uh, so, you know, I like the scene uh, that we got to see. We didn't get to see the water of the moat, but we got to see the presence of a moat uh-huh. because of the, the green beaming off of which that's green. So what the hell is in their water? It's like the Simpsons Lake or something. <laughs> I just I think everything was on point in this one. The, oh, yeah. the, the writing, the acting, the directing, all of it. Mm-hmm. Just easily one of my top five that we've seen so far of this show. Okay. Okay. Cool. I haven't exactly placed anything in order yet, right. but you know, uh, after we finish season one, I'll think about it more. Okay. Well, I'll do our top five of the season. Right on. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode uh, immensely as well. Mm-hmm. So cool. I, I'm glad we both liked it. Uh, sorry for some of the little tangents, the weird little tangents that we had going on today, guys. Um, and the little bit of a rush job. But, you know, like we keep saying time constraints. We're trying to still have fun with yeah. recapping and talking and balancing everything definitely um is that it do do we got anything else left do you want to say anything else about this episode or what we got going next week or that's all i got uh next week we have one flew over the monster's nest so i have a feeling someone's gonna get sick (laughs) or is it gonna be grandpa goes to the psychiatric award That could, that's a very possible thing with this show as well. <laughs> we don't know. It's, you know, I look forward to finding out now that we're back in the swing of things yeah. going about this. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get a few more episodes done for you guys before we get another guest on too, because we'd like to get back in the swing of just doing the episodes as well. 
And also my weekends are full for a while. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. We're uh and then I've uh I've started some new work as well, so we're going to be doing some more co- time constraints on certain things. So we hope you guys still enjoy the show. We're tr- still going to do as what we do all the time and enjoy ourselves and love the monsters. Uh just don't forget guys if you are listeners only and uh, you can swing on over to the youtube.com slash at the monster cast. And then uh, you can at the monster cast. Did I say that right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then uh, you can check out our pretty ugly faces every single monster Monday, plus all of our extra video content over there, guys. Don't forget to email yeah. us at the monster cast at outlook.com for your monster stories and to try and get onto the show eventually. And we love to hear all of it. The what you think is good, what you think is bad, we like to improve. Yes. And the only way to do that is with, you know, some constructive criticism. So with that, I hope you guys have a great Monster Monday, a great start to your week, and we're back. We're back, baby. <laughs> all right. Uh any final words today, my man? Not. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. All right. With that said, guys. <sighs> We will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father. Or you can be black or yellow or white. It doesn't matter. What does matter? the size of your heart and the strength of your character.